Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I like to say that hair is a woman's best accessory. And thanks to my friends at Way, they make it possible to have good hair days every day. Let me tell you, Way's hair oil has become a game changer in my hair care routine. So if you're ready to have good hair days every single day, you got to check out Way. Head over to the Way, T H E O U A I dot com to check out their products. And here's a little treat for you guys use the promo code Heal Squad for 15% off your purchase. Yep, the Way, T H E O U A I dot com, promo code Heal Squad for 15% off. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey and Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Welcome back, everybody, to Better Together. Happy Monday. Hope you're having a great day wherever you are in this beautiful U.S. of A. Um, or if you're not in the U.S. of A. I was yeah, about right. to say, you didn't let me take my breath. I have some breathing breath. issues, Stephen. So if I'm clearing my throat, everyone, it's because I'm on like 18 new inhalers. That make you um, forget about everywhere outside of the USA. Yeah. So <laughs> then I was going to say, wherever you are in the beautiful US of A, or the rest of the beautiful globe, maybe if you're on Mars. Yeah. What about the ISS, like the International Space Station? Perhaps you're on the moon. You might be on a, a base in Afghanistan. I mean, wherever you <laughs> That'd are. That'd be awesome. Um, I hope we get there. 
You know I've done that, right? Yes, I yeah. do know. You did, didn't you do that more than once? No, I only got to do it once. It was quite costly because I had to buy like sure. kidnapping insurance. I lost no my week of wages. It ended up costing more than anyone could, more than a normal person's salary for a year for me to go for eight days to Afghanistan. Did to do the good government work. pay for it? No, I paid for it. Oh, yeah. I thought you like went out there like for the military. It was a, it was part of a like a USO tour. It wasn't USO. It was another organization. But um, I couldn't take vacation. I had to, I had to you know lose my salary for that week, and then I had to buy kidnapping insurance and some other crazy insurance. Um, and yeah, it was it was funny, but that was my contribution. Can we do a live show from like Afghanistan? Yes. Let's yes. do it. Oh my god, it was the greatest trip ever. <laughs> we got to get Uncle Sam to front the bill, but oh my god, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really amazing. I got to drive the first MRAP in Afghanistan. <clears throat> Steven somehow, of course, knows what that is. Of course, right? Oh, he, his I'm eyes lit it up. up for you guys. Okay, MRAP is like this big monster. Like, whoa! What would you call that? It's like uh, an all-terrain vehicle, military style, but it's got all sorts of like deflection stuff on the bottom of it. Yeah, the point is, like is you can Humvee. you it's can drive over MRVs and like you can drive over roadside bombs. That's and the like point. That. Yeah. yeah, it protects you from roadside bombs, and so they let me drive it. <laughs> And here I am in the middle of the desert driving like a psycho and people are puking in the back because I'm like, taking bumps. And yeah, it was really fun. Didn't you always want to, it was you who had like this deep desire to be a race car driver, right? Wasn't it? Or Kevin always jokes about that. He always calls me Maria Andretti. Um, but I've always thought I was Mario Andretti. I used to drive my Camaro around Boston like a crazy person. I, I love driving, except in traffic. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Afghanistan was an incredible trip. So if you happen to be in Afghanistan, hello. A lot of people, like, give those areas of the world, like, northern Africa and the Middle East a bad rap. But, like, I tell you, I went to Egypt when I was 18. And that's North Africa kind of on the verge. And it was amazing driving up to the Red Sea, driving on the Nile. Like mm. it's an they're agricultural places. They have fresh vegetables, fresh fruit, fresh food. It's like so awesome. Yeah. So if you can find a time that like is safe, I really recommend the trip. I'd love to go to Egypt. Me too. But I have to say I am scared. I'm scared to go over those areas. It's different as a guy. Honestly, it's very different as a guy. Yeah. It's it's definitely like my friends were like, let's go to Israel. I want to go to Israel, um, especially for like Orthodox Easter and to see the light and the whole thing. But I still am scared. Yeah, it's like the motherland for us. Yeah. I know. I have family in Egypt and in like areas of Lebanon and I can't. We just don't go. We just can't. It's just not worth yeah. it. The people who are in Cairo, they're safe. It's just you just never know what's going to happen. You can't plan for mm-hmm. it. So we just. Yeah. You got to be smart anywhere you go, though. Honestly, like you could go Mexico. to Mexico. Yeah, you could go to Mexico, or you Not could go to, to go there. you could go to some places in California. And Wait. like, if you drive to the wrong place, what's up? Hold on, Steph just said something. You're not allowed to go. Not allowed. Mom what? and dad won't let you go. Well, no way. It's like the one thing. Wait, really? That, you can't drive into it, or you can't fly into it, or anything. Anything. Oh. Can't go to any area in Mexico. A lot of it has to do with 
my just my dad being a judge they really suggest judges don't go no way yeah why oh because of the cartel well especially san diego that's like oh because that's his district yeah yeah, that's his wait so he's putting away these bad guys and they're gonna want to get him no they're gonna want to get steph and hold ransom (laughs) damn steph that's scary yeah so i've never been and and it's one of those you've never never... been to mexico because your dad's a judge in san diego (laughs) can we put a costume on you or something i've never been to mexico either guys you have not lived unless you've had a margarita and 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 chips and salsa in mexico is that our after buzz retreat Except will... we leave stuff behind. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're gonna smuggle I'll her in. I'll be at the border in we're, Chula Vista. We're gonna put her in a nun uniform. There we go, Sister Stephanie. Steph Sabbath, a new episode of Better it's Together. Stephanie, not Sabra. Steph Sabropolis. Stephon Brabopolis. No more glasses, Steph. You're gonna wow. wear sunglasses. Yeah. Wow. See, who would have ever thought of that? I know. That's crazy. And, uh, it's like the cheapest, most. Like, easiest yeah easiest tropical adventure i guess not tropical technically yeah. but it's such a like paradise section everyone raves about it but yeah i can't go wait so when you had your like high school you know what's that trip spring break didn't go where did they go though everyone <laughs> went to cabo in college everyone went to cabo never allowed to go yeah wow see i was never allowed to go because my parents were too strict but that yeah, sounds like the, like the plot for work. the plot for taken four it's like <gasps> Steph Sobra is not allowed to go to Mexico, but all her friends are going, so oh she sneaks God. over there. My dad and gets is taken. obsessed. My dad knows all of Liam Neeson's lines. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I had never seen Taken, and we were home in Connecticut <laughs> last year, and Kevin went and we bought all this ice cream and all the fixings at this little like store down the street that has like all the old school stuff because it's like you know vintage in a sense. And we got into the screening room in Connecticut and we watched. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, For a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus, having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully, our jobs and everything in between. But it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. Bacon. And instead of laying back, I was like up like this the it's whole time. such a good time. It's so good. And I was like, oh my God, how did I miss this? This is unbelievable. I have a very particular set of skills. Yes. That's what skills my dad that make says. living a nightmare for men like you. Yes. Oh my God. I want to be him so bad. And by the way, I think I am. I am the female Liam Neeson. Not that I would be Let's able to make like. A movie. I'm not going to be able to do like all the I like. I think you're the female physical. John Wick though. Because if somebody killed your dog, you'd kill everybody. Oh. You're John Wick. I don't Wait. know if I would kill everyone. I think I actually, <laughs> I would hunt him down. Like, here's the thing. I, Kevin knows this about me. I can find anything. You drop a needle in a haystack, 
I will find it. So when someone loses like their earring or their engagement ring, I'm like, I got you. And I have the most insane stories of people stealing stuff and I found them. And, and I mean, in a, in a group of thousands of people on New Year's Eve, like I will find it or I will find you. Make (laughs) no bones about it. Have no fear. Maria's here. All right, Steph. We have to. We okay. have to add Liam Neeson next to her now. All right. Yeah. Well, you. We're we making can, this happen. But what Trust do you me. do now that you find it? Like, I'd love the tip on this because Kevin. Oh yeah, I don't want to tell his, you my story. Kevin it's got his phone aggressive. stolen. Last year, Kevin got what? Kevin got his phone stolen last year. Oh yeah, and I went. He I had hunted. Find my iPhone. Shows up to the front door. We don't have it. Wait. You're missing a huge element of that story, Stephen. I'm waiting Steven. for you to tell me. My ass hunted that person down. I went. Kevin sat like a coward in his car <laughs> across the street. <laughs> I went into this dilapidated neighborhood, terrified with signs that like say "Keep out, we'll kill you" kind of shit. Okay, it was like scary ass. I'm like filming. I go here, film me going in. This might be my death scene. I might be murdered. And I went up and. I this woman came out and she was creepy as shit and I was like hey so um you know and you have to be really like sugary sweet I'm like my husband lost his phone someone who lives on this property I think might have accidentally grabbed it thought it was theirs blah 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 no and I'm like no 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 but see like here's this find my iPhone app and this shows you where your phone is and it's right over there and that little house back there looks like your guest house she's like, I don't know who lives there. And I'm like, but like you live here and it's all the same. And And so finally I got her to let me in and I knocked on the door and I'm like deep far out. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, Kevin better not be on his phone. He better be watching me as I'm going through this. So I went back and this like guy was like, I don't have anything. And I'm like, maybe you took it by accident. Like, and I was trying to like appeal to like his sense of karma and nope. So I, I got out before anything bad happened. But it was there. It was 100% there. Whoa. There was just nothing I could do. Like, they were not copping to it. So what was I going to do? Kick him in the face, run in, and try to search this scary-ass hoarder's heaven? No. Not worth it. Like, I certain things aren't worth that. it. Like, certain things aren't worth it. 100%. 100%. It was a phone, though. It, it was a phone. Certain things are not worth it. A if it phone? was my phone, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> But I promise you, Steph, if you were taken, I would find you. Promise. Like, you see how dedicated I am to my mom's health. Yes. And how focused and detailed I am. You can't, like, and I have, by the way, like, definitely in my past lives been an investigator, been CIA, CIA, FBI, soldier. There's all this stuff for sure in my past. And I did a past life regression, a mini one with Brian Weiss when I did my interview with him two years ago and i remember seeing soldier boots and i was like damn i knew i was connected to soldiers for a reason so i feel like you need to do some sort of role like this yeah it would be pretty cool you need to catch jack the ripper wait there was this company that reached out to me to do a show they were gonna do this like crazy ass show that was so dangerous like super dangerous where it was like i have to go hunt people like this down and i was like wow you know, I get a lot of offers. 
this is actually really oh, like, exciting. Real and I was life? Like, yes. Oh, no. Real life investigative, no, no. like crazy. I meant fictional, Maria. Like you'd have to wear a bulletproof vest. <laughs> yes. Too. Like, yeah. I, I'm not kidding. It was so intense. I'll, sh- I'll find the email. I'll share it with you guys after. But, um, and maybe for our Patreon members. But um, <laughs> anyway, it was so intense. And I looked at Kevin. I go, Kevin, this is so me. I would kill at this. This would be so exciting. But I'm 41 and I don't know if I want to die like this anymore. Like when I was 21, maybe 31, I was cool with dying like this. Like I was like, whatever. It's all about the adventure. Now I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. Don't know if I want to do that. I'm glad that you're questioning this, Maria. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the project finally, it it didn't seem like it's going forward. I think I don't, I don't think they were going to be able to get insurance. I think there's so, massive liability things yeah. from what you're saying. You know what? Naked and afraid is pretty scary yeah. and has a lot of liabilities too. I don't know how they get past that. But. I would I would kill to film a movie with you, Maria, that is like Taken, but the Naked Gun airplane version of Taken, Leslie Nielsen's Taken. I don't know that one. You've never seen Airplane? No. You've never seen The Naked Gun? Never. Same. What, Maria? <laughs> You have a door to be opened for your life. Really? Yeah, you are going to. You think I'll really like it? I think you will love these movies. Really? Oh, my God. Leslie Nielsen is one of the best comedic actors of our time. Okay. Yeah, he passed away five years ago, but no, he's phenomenal. Okay. So the comedy version. A comedy version of Taken, like where you got to stay silent. You're sneaking up on the bad guy. You look to your left and there's two dogs humping each other. And then the (laughs) the person gets alerted because you just hear that. You hear I love it. Like that's oh, that's man. the movie we got to film. I'm telling you guys. Oh yeah, he looks familiar. I would find you. So we have about ten minutes to get some takeaways in this intro. <laughs> you know what though? Sometimes <laughs> these things have to just be fun. You just got to go with it. Hundred percent. And you know it is what it is. I do love because we talked about it in the last Patreon episode. But I'd love for our fans to know the story behind your laugh. Mm-hmm. That oh, was God. amazing. You're going to have to join Patreon. Um, Maria told us how she got her laugh. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal. I'm, I'm surprised you never <laughs> heard that before. Never. But I will say, actually, first of all, I didn't get to our quote of the day. So I'm going to get to our quote of the day. When we love, we always strive to become better than we are. When we strive to become better than we are, everything around us becomes better, too. And that is by Paulo Coelho, the alchemist. Yes. I love that. Um, and we are here with you every Monday, but we are also doing multiple new episodes for you guys on the Patreon. Every Monday, every Tuesday, every Friday, you can get better to get. (laughs) Yeah, I almost messed it up. Yeah. Uh, So let's say we're talking to Dr. Jewett today. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? Tomorrow, you can get the after show where we go in depth on what we learned. Let's say you listen to the after show on Tuesday and you're like, man, it's getting towards the end of the week. I need something to listen to to really boost me up. Like, I don't know. I need Maria's laugh. I need to know why <laughs> she laughs that way. <laughs> I'm going to tune into the Patreon episode because we release it every Friday. Yeah, And we've been getting such great reviews on the Patreon episodes, which is so, so exciting. So thank you guys for your comments on all of the shows because it really, it drives us, it motivates us, it inspires us to keep on going. And, and the whole point of the Patreon is we really want to build out this community and that's kind of how we can have more direct connect with you guys. And also, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, you get the shows ad free on Patreon too. So every Monday we publish it there too. You yeah. can subscribe to an RSS feed, just like your podcasting app. Uh, it makes it super easy. For and everyone. our whole goal is to make this completely ad free. So 
let's get all of you guys joining the Patreon community. And once we are, you know, in a bigger place with it, we'll be able to add more exciting stuff to it. So, um, and you can communicate with our guests. There's a lot of really cool stuff that is available through the Patreon. And so we want you to become a member and, and give us feedback on the tiers. Cause if there's things that you're like, Oh, that's not worth it or something like that. Let us know. We want to hear you guys. We're yeah. new to this too. We're trying to get better together. And if you help us, well, we will be better together. So true. So uh, today we have an amazing guest on the show. I am so excited. Steph is like totally geeking out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Who and, knew? And by the way, Steven is going to geek out because she's Actually. scientific. <laughs> scientific. Uh, her name is Dr. Anahid Jewett. She is a woman on a mission to find a cure for cancer. For the past 26 years, she's dedicated her life to figuring out why cancer stem cells are able to survive in patients. And if you are like me and you hear stem cells and you think, good, no, 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 these are not the good ones. These are the bad ones. And so she really believes that the key is to focus on natural killer cells. And she has devoted her career to this. And she's created uh, a really cool therapy that is having a lot of success, especially with pancreatic cancer. And she also created the first humanized mouse model with an intact human immune system that she can test these things on. So we're not just testing rats and hoping when it goes to clinical trials with humans that it will be similar in terms of the results. She actually can get real results like on these humanized mice, which is so mind-blowing to me and she's kind of like she's such a gangster badass but so quiet like she's the featured speaker at all of these big research cancer events with like i won't name them but like you know the men that have like huge publicists and just figure out a way to just own it in a way and just be celebrated she's so quiet she doesn't even care about the celebration her full mission is to figure this out and to save people. She doesn't care if she makes money. She doesn't care if she's um, celebrated. I've never met someone who is so, so truly genuine about what she's doing. And so she inspires me and she has been really helpful to me. We met her through Tracy Ryan, who was a part of Ricky Lake's documentary, Weed the People. And Tracy... And, and we had her back in uh, January, yes. late January. So her daughter has brain cancer as well, and Dr. Jewett, and and they are working together on a few different projects, and they're doing a trial at UCLA. And so we were able to um, bring my mom in, in to um, get tested. So it was in March of this – was it March this year? I believe it was. I think it was, yeah. March of this year – we tested my mom's natural killer cells. And at that time she was doing well and we had, you know, we were doing great. And she said, this is why your mom's doing really well. She has an abundance of natural killer. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Ourselves and the killing ability is high. So I was like, great, this is amazing information. Well, when my mom's tumor was uh, resurfacing in mid-September, I brought her back for more testing. And it's great because we had a baseline from before. And so I'm actually going to find out today where my mom's natural killer cells are at because we have a sizable tumor that we're dealing with now. Um the good news that I can share, which I haven't been able to tell you guys, because yes. by the time my day was over yesterday, I was not well and couldn't keep my eyeballs open. Um, and so the good news is we have managed somehow to shrink her tumor a smidge. So the rate it was going at and growing at, I think the doctors were prepared for a massive disaster yesterday when they looked at her MRI. And I think they were pleasantly surprised. I mean, I know they were to see that it actually looks smaller and certain areas that we thought were other tumors are going away. So whatever we're doing is working because that's amazing. It should be like four times yeah, the size. With the rate it grew at. Cause I remember one day it wasn't there and then all of a sudden it was massive. And then it doubled in two weeks. And so the fact that a month later, it hasn't doubled and doubled, it's only actually gotten better. We were able to breathe a huge sigh of relief. The bad news is we are dealing with a massive tumor tumor. that, um, you know, is dangerous and we can't debulk it with surgery and we aren't going to do radiation. And so we're having to make decisions today on what we're going to do with her treatments to continue on this process so but how crazy that today yeah we have dr jewett here yeah. so if you listen to the patreon episode last week i think we talked about the church that we went yes, to yes we did and the healing experience we had there and i firmly believe that that is why this turned around the way it did um i believe that in the spiritual realm that's what has taken over and I think that in the physical realm, all of the other things that we've done with Mexico and with Cedars has been super amazing. So we'll find out from Dr. Jewett today about my mom. But my biggest thing is I want to teach you guys about natural killer cells. I want to teach you about her research. And I want to teach you about the success that she's seeing with this therapy so that you are educated. And, you know, in China, this is like an everyday thing. People go in and they get natural killer cell infusions like we go to cheap massage parlors out here. So um, I think it's really important for us to be educated on this and and it's going to be the future. So without further ado, here is Dr. Anahid Jewett. 
So Dr. Jiva, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Before we start, I neglected to mention that you are the professor and director of Tumor Immunology Laboratory, and you're also a member of the UCLA Tumor Immunology Subgroup, Mm -hmm. so that people actually know where you are officially at. Sure. Um, And that's where I met you, was at UCLA. So thank you so much. I would love to start with... um, Natural killer cells, mm-hmm. because that's what we're here to talk about today. Yes. You've dedicated your life to studying natural killer cells and creating a natural killer cell therapy combined yes. with your probiotic. Yes. Um, tell us what natural killer cells are and why they're our friends. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if you want me to talk about my background, because that yes. actually will give you uh, more insight as to um, why I started you know, working with natural killer cells. So I've um, been in the field for greater than 30 years. uh, And um, my line of work, of course, is tumor immunology. So we study how immune system deals with cancer and how we can improve uh, the, um, you know, function of different kinds of immune cells. Uh, So when I started my career, um, I knew that I wanted to work with this very specific cell called natural killer cells. Um, I didn't understand at that point. I didn't know. uh, Of course, you know, we knew what these cells were and what they were doing at that point. But the knowledge base was not that uh, developed at 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 that point. So I had, you know, a lot of opportunities to actually start learning more about the cells. As I, you know, developed uh, my projects in natural killer cells, I found out that actually these cells are incredibly important because, first of all, what they are doing, they're targeting the seeds of the cancer. No cell, even T cells or B cells or any other types of cells that we have would be able to target these cells. And NKs are the only one that they do it. Um, and, and that actually opened up the field significantly because now we know that NKs work with T cells in a different way. You know, they are not they are not backup for the T cells. They are actually uh, T cells may be backup for the NK cells. What are the T cells doing? Okay, so well, T cells. You know, there's huge amount of work that has been done in the field uh, on T cells because first of all, it's very easy to get T cells. You know, if we look at the peripheral blood. And we look at lymphocytes, which are the cells that contain NK cells and T cells and B cells. Uh, We'll see that 70% of our lymphocytes are T cells. So there's huge numbers that one can work with. And so it's easy to work with. And more people uh, went to that field because of the ease of use. Mm -hmm. Um, But do T cells combat cancer? Yes, definitely they do. So what's the difference between the NK cells and the T cells? Okay. So... um, um, I'm, I'm trying to come up with something very simple yes. because, you know, I, <laughs> please, <laughs> because I actually uh, teach this in a, in a whole course, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Um, so basically, T cells can recognize tumors in a very specific way. And K cells do not recognize tumors in a specific way. They recognize cancer stem cells. But T cells can look at a tumor cell and say, well, this is a malignant cell. This is a transformed cell, so I have to get rid of it. So in a sense, they actually target differentiated cells because differentiated cells have something on the surface called 
MHCs or major histocompatibility complexes. And, and peptides, uh, which are small proteins, basically, uh, parts of the protein, gets expressed in the surface of these MHCs, and then it activates our, our T cells. And the T cell can say, okay, well, this is not self, and this is self. This is changed self, so we need to get rid of it. So in a sense, T cells will, will kill the differentiated cells, whereas NK cells kill the undifferentiated cells. You know, and undifferentiated cells are a lot more aggressive than differentiated cells mm. because differentiated cells actually don't grow as fast, and um, and and chemo can kill the differentiated cells. So it's like the Marines and the Army—they're all working together to kill the enemy. That's right. Okay, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but the that's NK cells—but the NK cells are like the Navy SEALs, actually, because they're the ones going in for the real bad guys. That's right. Okay. That's right. I like that. So you decided you were going to go into this field Mm -hmm. that no one had really, no one was going into it because it was a little more difficult. It was uncharted waters. Yeah. Well, there there were other people besides me, you know, but uh, um, they were looking at NK cells in a different way. You know, I, I, I was more interested in the tumor aspect of it, whereas, you know, lots of other people are studying how what the biology of NK cells are. They're not so much interested in how NKs inter, interact with tumor cells. So when I uh, started working in tumor immunology, there were a handful of people that were studying cancer. But now we have significant numbers of people that are coming into the field just because uh, primarily based on a lot of the work that we have established in the field because... Uh, um, you know, I remember when I started uh, working in the area that I'm working, there were maybe one or two people, basically, trying to understand the role of NK cells, because the majority were with the T cells, you know, and they thought T cells are the most important cells to eliminate cancer. Uh, Now we're realizing now, actually, NKs, um, and, and we shouldn't discard the fact that T cells are very important, too, because the combination of these two cells that, uh, keeps us healthy, basically, mm-hmm. you know, not only with cancer, but also during infections, during trauma, during, you know, a, a variety of different things. Um, so in terms of the, um, you know, why I became interested, <laughs> because, um, you know, I remember maybe I was four or five years old, you know, that my mom had this significant uh, fear about with summer upon us, friends, hair is going to be even more important. Yes, we've got humidity, we've got sun, we've got all kinds of things. And sometimes it's hard to find the right shampoo for your hair. Everyone's hair is so different, and there's no one-size-fits-all solution. That's why I love Way. They have different shampoos depending on your hair type. Want volume? Fine hair and conditioner will give you that extra oomph you need. If you need some moisture and a little extra bounce, find your happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. And for my peeps with thick hair like me, give your hair the hydration it deserves with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Plus, you guys already know Way carries some of my favorite hair care products I use all the time, whether it's the leave-in conditioner, which is my go-to, or the hair oil. They give my hair this hydrating refresh all summer long. Wash your way to healthier hair. (laughs) See what I did there? With shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad for 15% off your entire purchase. That's the way.com, T H E O U A I.com. Use the code Hill Squad. Your hair deserves it. This very mysterious disease that I couldn't understand. 
And at that time, I didn't understand what cancer was, right? I mean, you're a small child. You know, you're just going based on the fact that someone is instilling that fear in you. Mm -hmm. And you start thinking, okay, well, what is this? You know, I want to try to figure out what this is. And so since then, actually, that interest has been, I guess, sown in me in order to be able to, uh, you know, to come up with ideas so I can help my mom. Mm. <laughs> you know, uh, and... And, and interestingly, my mom actually was hypochondriac at that point because because his mom, or her mom, sorry, her mom had passed away from uh, throat cancer. She was worried that she is going to pass away from the mm -hmm. same kind of cancer. And um, and so, you know, I was about 13 or 14, I decided this is where I'm going to go. Uh, at, first, at first, I thought I'm going to be an oncologist because I want to treat But then I real soon after I realized, really, oncologists are not going to be able to <laughs> do much because the field is not grown. We, it hasn't been developed. We don't have enough treatments in the field. So uh, that was where I started thinking, okay, well, the, the research is going to be the way that I will, you know, go. But interestingly, you know, one event from, you know, your childhood mm -hmm. can determine the path of your life. Uh, and, and, and for me, I mean, I think that's what started, but I think, <laughs> you know, God put that mission in, in me. And, for sure. And, you know, and, 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 and now I feel that this is something that I have to do. I'm, I'm here in this world to do this. <laughs> so where are you at with natural killer cells? So, um, well, I, I published about 150, Uh, 50 publications in the field. That's it? And You've <laughs> only published 150 articles in this field? <laughs> you are such an underachiever, Dr. Jewett. <laughs> um, I, I, I believe that I am, you know, because, you know, I have this urgency, you know, to be able to do more. Um, and, and, and actually we have, you know, we've made a lot of progress the last three or four years. Just last year, I... Um, You know, I patented uh, 11 different uh, technologies in the field. And, and one of the biggest ones, one of the major ones, is what we call supercharged NK cells. Because, um, you know, in the field, uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of confusion as to, um, you know, how we can strengthen the function of these cells. Some people have gone through the route of uh, basically taking the cord blood and isolating what they call NK cells from the cord blood. and um, The umbilical cord, right? Umbilical cord. Don't right. they usually do that for stem cells? Uh, the stem cells too. Got it. But, but so th that's basically, you know, that's the hematopoietic stem cells that mm -hmm. gives rise to, to NK cells. So that's the reason why they are taking it because they, want, they think, okay, we're, we're going to go to the progenitor cells. We're going to take the progenitor cells and we're going to develop that to become NK cells. And we've done that, you know, we've studied this extensively, not only here, but also my collaborators in China. And we figured out that actually they behave very, very differently from mature NK cells. And, and um, they, don't, they don't kill cancer stem cells the same way as, let's say, primary NK cells or supercharged NKs do. They don't actually, what we found that they don't kill at all, you know, but they would produce some cytokines. Now, cytokines uh, are very important for differentiation of the tumors. 
Uh, and so that, that aspect of it is very important too, um, except that uh, when we compare, let's say, per NK cell function, what we are seeing is that supercharged NKs have about almost 50 to 100 fold more secretion of these cytokines than cord blood drive. Meaning they're more powerful. They're more powerful, exactly. Um, now, people make a lot of money <laughs> off of these cells uh, because, um, you know, uh, patients that get infused with cord blood uh, derived the NK cells, I'm sure on average they are paying anywhere from fifty to $100,000 uh, because, um, you know, the way they have to develop these cells um, takes a lot of different strategies and, and, and it's costly. Um, of course, they also make a, a great profit on it. Mm -hmm. um, but I believe that these cells are not going to behave the same way as NKs, and we have evidence to that, which we will be publishing pretty soon. Wow. Uh, so that's one area that the, the field is going. Uh, and unfortunately, again, we, we always go behind what is simple to do. We don't go behind what is effective. <laughs> And Explain that. So from the cord blood NK cells, for example, if you start from, let's say, 100,000 CD34 positive cells from the cord blood, um, you may end up getting upwards of 10 billion what we call so-called NK cells, which I don't, as I said, I don't believe that they are the primary NK cells. They don't function the same way. So the more cells you have, they think the better it is because now you're going to be infusing the patients with yeah. these large numbers of cells. Which is how they're selling you. We're going to infuse you with, you know, a billion NK cells and That's you're going right. to be cured. That's right. Okay. That's right. They don't realize that 10 billion NKs could equal to 100 million supercharged NKs. You yeah. Know? So, and it, what's the killing ability of them? That's the thing yeah. that I've been learning with you. Yes. So, I feel like our audience probably has never even heard much about the umbilical cord and K cells and all mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. I think newer moms might mm -hmm. be exposed mm -hmm. to this in some of the mm -hmm. metropolitan areas. Mm -hmm. um, but mm -hmm. if you haven't heard about this, it is a big thing mm -hmm. that people are being told to keep the umbilical cord, take the stem cells yeah. from there, and then they save it. They store yes. it and save it to re-inject you if someone gets sick, yes. um, the child, the parent, anybody can use it. Yes. And you're saying that process is not effective because they're marketing you this idea and it's not 100%. It's not really effective. Well, you know, I was talking about the NK uh, aspects of it. So now, the stem cell aspect yeah, stem is a different cell, thing. Stem cell aspect is very different okay. depending on what they are isolating. Uh, if it's mesenchymal stem cells, it's completely, it operates in a different way than what we call hematopoietic stem cells, which gives rise to the NK cells. Got it. Good clarification. Uh, yeah. So, so, um, I mean, there are, there are, there are also problems with, um, uh, storing, um, you know, your stem cells, your mesenchymal stem cells, not necessarily, you know, the cord blood. And, and um, I mean, during present thought, there's going to be a lot of problems with those cells. And, and so far, we don't have great evidence that those stem cells will actually heal something, you know. There hasn't been studies where we can go behind and say, oh, well, you know, these are the cells that we gave and these are the cells that are there, you mm -hmm. know. 
because <clears throat> usually they 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 disappear um and it, for good reason because you're in k cells again it's not gonna let too many cells uh, to start populating your body because mm-hmm. the reason we are the way we are is because our NK cells looks at, look at each organ and say, well, this is how much it's going to be. It's not going to grow much bigger than that, you know. Otherwise, we'll be, you know, a spleen running around, you know. So there's a lot of regulation that goes on, and, and we are not, we're discarding those things, in, and, and, and that's why we have to be very careful what we are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I actually work with a um, stem cell biologist, um, a clinician who's uh, freezing uh, the stem cells, and he believes strongly that these, these are going to be very important in the future. And it may be, but uh, I have not seen convincing evidence so far to tell me that, yes, this is going to be something very mm-hmm. important. Uh, or perhaps we haven't yet explored everything that we need to explore in the field. Um, on the natural Luckily. killer cell side, though, mm-hmm. you are seeing um, success. Uh, for With supercharged NKs. So explain what supercharged uh, NK cells are. So so this is different from, uh, actually, I was going to go to, um, but, but I can start with supercharged and then go back to um, induced pluripotent stem cell that also people are using in order to induce NK cells. And I know that there are some uh, clinical trials that are happening in San Diego using those cells. Uh, in terms of uh, supercharging NK cells, we don't go to the stem cells. Uh, we go to the peripheral blood. Uh, you know, we take NK cells from the peripheral blood, and then we supercharge them. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. By using strategies that we learned in the lab, and uh, one of which is using uh, a cell type called osteoclasts. Now, osteoclasts are in bone marrow and, and, uh, and, and also in bone, basically, and they are very important for remodeling of the bone. But when we were doing studies on osteonecrosis of the jaw, and these are patients that are on bisphosphonates, you know, bone-forming drugs, we found that actually these cells were, you know, incredibly activating uh, the function of NKs. And so even though we understood the, the, the biology of it in terms of osteonecrosis of the jaw, but that gave us uh, also the um, idea that we can actually use these cells in order to expand NK cells. So the reason osteoclasts are working is because they are providing NK cells with all sorts of things that NKs need in order to expand. 
Um, in addition to that, of course, you know, we add um, our formulated, um, you know, probiotic bacteria because the way we formulated the probiotic is in such a way that it will actually keep your NK cells in a proliferative phase. What does and that mean? It means that they will be dividing okay. all the time. Um, and it doesn't and making kill. more. And making more. Okay. Right. And, and so the combination of those two strategies actually, uh, you know, uh, gave us the ability to w- go from one NK cell to 5 million NK cells. And so we are, we are very lucky right now. We can keep dividing these cells and keep injecting to the patient. Now, NKs are very different from T cells because T cells, if you're going to be doing immunotherapy with, for cancer of T cells, T cells can cause graft-versus-host disease. What's that meaning, mean? Meaning that the cells that you're injecting could actually end up killing your own cells mm. and cause disease, basically, um, and, and autoimmune disease, kind of. Whereas NK cells, no matter how many you inject, you do not see any evidence of graft-versus-host disease. And, and, and that's the reason why we said, okay, well, we're going to take allogeneic NKs, which means we're going to take NK cells that are healthy from healthy individuals. Uh, the reason being, when we went to the patients and we tried to supercharge their um, NK cells, unfortunately, we could not. We could mm-hmm. not make them divide. We could, <clears throat> they, they weren't strong enough, and they would die. So we... The cells would die. The cells, yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No, 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 not the okay. patient, right. Um, the, the cells would die. And, and so that defeats the purpose, basically, mm-hmm. you know. I, I know there are significant numbers of uh, companies right now that they claim that they want uh, to take patient uh, NK cells and expand them and give it back to the patients. And I would say that I'm completely uh, opposite or, or I, I completely disagree with their, um, you know, uh, their view because, again, we've shown that Patient NK cells have several defects, uh, one of which they cannot kill. The second thing, they cannot produce gamma interferon, which is basically the, the cytokine that actually drives differentiation mm-hmm. of the tumors. More importantly, the gamma that they are producing is dysfunctional. So which now, is why you have cancer. Exactly. exactly. But you, you're saying some of the patients... NK cells can't be supercharged, but some can, right? Um, if the person, uh, I mean, yes, in a sense, you have to test them before yeah. you can even, you know, decide whether that's the case or not. Uh, most patients that we've seen, um, even stage one cancer, we do see some level of inhibition of their NK cells. So in a sense, I, I, I you know, if, if you want to have an effective uh, uh, therapy, uh, uh, you know, I think the final way is going to go to someone, someone's in case all that it's uh, completely healthy and can be supercharged and can be expanded. Um, and it doesn't affect the patient to have someone else's NK cells? No. Wow. That, that was the whole reason. T cells, yes, but NK cells... You, we, we've been doing this with pediatric patients. We were injecting allogeneic, what we call allogeneic, taking it from, you know, healthy patients and injecting in the pediatric patients. We have not seen any side effects of injection of the NK wow. cells, you know. 
So, um, so you know, I believe that the future we're going to be actually uh, looking into getting a bank of these cells from individuals that are very healthy, that mm-hmm. their cells are functioning well, and that they're they are dividing well. Uh, so there has to be some screening that has to take place before yeah. we can actually expand these cells. Um, so, so um, uh, in terms of the um, potential of, in the future, you know, if you are, if you talk to T cell people, right now we're doing CAR Ts, you know, in in therapeutics. Now, CAR Ts, basically, what we are doing, we're taking a patient T cell and we are inserting a different receptor, and that receptor interacts with. Um, you know, another ligand, what, which we call on the surface of tumor cells. And this interaction causes now T cells to become activated and kill the tumor. Um, so that strategy actually started from UCLA. Uh, several colleagues of mine were interested in doing those kinds of uh, treatment. And now, you know, this is a multi-billion dollar, you know, uh, technology. The drawback to that is um, that patients um, end up going through what we call cytokine storm. And if they survive through cytokine storm, which sometimes they don't, uh, because there has been situations where patients died from, from it. And, and the reason is, is just there's such a high level of activation of these cells that they uncontrollably, they are producing a lot of cytokines, a lot of factors that cause death of the cells rather than, you know, uh, or then eventually death of the patient. Um, and the efficacy of CAR-T, not every patient uh, benefits from it, you know. Um, the efficacy is anywhere from 10 to 20% at this point. And unfortunately, another, you know, it can buy time, you mm-hmm. know, maybe a year or two years, um, but the cancer comes back. And, and it comes back with a, a revenge yeah. because now they've done modulated a lot of the receptors that we use in order to treat and meaning that they decreased. And yeah. so we cannot do much of a treatment in this unless, oh, wow. unless we now come up with another CAR T. So it buys could, time. It just doesn't solve the problem. In fact, it hurts you in the future. That's right. Got it. That's right. I mean, it buys you time, you know, yeah. because otherwise those patients, they are terminal basically. Yeah. They don't have any other choice other than going through the CAR-T therapy. Uh, but, again, it's not an effective treatment. Um, but the natural killer cell therapy with the probiotic is proving to be effective. Yes. And I want to focus on that because you also created the first humanized mouse model with an intact yes human right. immune system, yes. which is why you're a gangster and a badass and <laughs> um, why we want to celebrate you because mm-hmm. what that does is it almost guarantees replication in human clinical trials later. So yes. it's like it advances the process. It yes. speeds up the process. So yes. when you have done that with the natural killer cell therapy and the probiotic, mm-hmm. what have you seen? Okay, so um, so the, l- let me tell you a little bit about the humanized mice. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are, um, we have a core facility at UCLA that makes these animals. And uh, a few of my colleagues got together and started thinking about humanizing animals. And, and so it took a long time to get I to imagine. a point, you know, uh, <laughs> to, to, to where we are right now. 
um, and b- without giving you a b- long history of it, uh, what we do with these animals, we actually take um, tissue samples, um, tiny tissue from thymus and, um, and liver, and we put under the kidney capsules of these animals. And then we also sort out those hematopoietic stem cells that we are talking about from the bone marrow. And, and then we are also injecting through IV. And we wait for eight weeks to see whether they changed the immune system. And in the majority of the cases, we do see that they changed. And then now those animals, what we call these are humanized, you know, because they have human immune system. So crazy. You know? Yeah. Steven, are you flipping out in there? <laughs> I mean, I'm just like processing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Continue. He's our like science nerd in there. He lives for like scientific stuff. So we can be very like fruity and spiritual in here. And he's like, I need science. So I know this is very exciting to him. Okay. Yeah, so great. carry on. Yeah. So, um, so then, you know, we take these animals and then we implant them with human tumors. Uh, and, and what I've done is I've implanted with pancreatic tumors as well as oral tumors. Uh, and, um, you know, oral, because it's so simple to see it, you know, whereas pancreatic, you have to open mm-hmm. the animal to see. So, so we have now the two strategies and we wanted to target cancers that are incredibly difficult to treat. Um, and what we saw after injecting, so we implant the tumor and then we come back after 10 days. Uh, once the tumor is established, then we inject them with supercharged NK cells. And what we saw that... With the probiotic uh, or without? Both ways. Okay. Um, and and it, both ways is very effective. You know, but the probiotic helps actually the supercharged NK cells to remain very active uh, and kill, you know... Uh, so, so uh, what we found is that the tumor shrunk almost to 10% of the original, you know, tumor. And how long after injection? Uh, this is about, we've taken about three to four weeks okay. uh, to sacrifice them. And, um, and, and the evidence, uh, you know, uh, when we look at without supercharged NK cells, what we see that the tumors grow out of hand. I mean, there's a lot of... Um, stem-like tumors uh, that are growing. But with the ones that we injected NK cells, all of the tumors are differentiated. And so we know differentiated tumors are very benign. They don't grow as fast. You know, they are very easily killed. And so as a consequence, now the tumor is very small. Um, We then resected the tumors from these animals and we cultured them in the plate. those that were taken from the animals that did not have supercharged NK, they grew very, very fast uh, on the plate, almost like in 24 to 48 hours, completely, you know, covered the plate. Wow. But the ones with the supercharged <coughs> NK, it took almost two weeks to even get a tiny number of cells to start growing. Eventually, they will grow out because there are no NK cells remaining. You know, eventually those cells, if we allow them for a longer time, when NK cells are gone, those tumors can revert uh, and, and start growing. That's why we need to have NK cells all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we cannot just say, okay, well, we're going to inject one time and then we let it go. You know, the tumors will shrink. Uh, but then eventually if maintenance, yeah, exactly, exactly. So you need to kind of 
you know, have a schedule. Um, and it, it will depend on the size of the tumor, of course, and yeah. the type of the tumor, you know. So, that, I mean, all of those uh, decisions are going to be made based on studies that you would do with the patient. And we came up with 15 different um, tests that we apply to patients to understand the status of their NK cells and, and what we have to do. How do we have to treat the patients? Mm-hmm. You know, can we supercharge or not? You know, all of these parameters will be tested you know, in the patient before we decide what we need to do. So mm-hmm. in a sense, again, we're not shooting in the dark. We're not just putting something there and then praying God that something yeah. is going to happen. You I know? love that. Yeah. Stephen has a question. Go ahead, Stephen. Sure. I was curious, in, in your experimentation with the mice, is there several different groups where you have the control group where you don't do anything to it, but you have the tumor? And then is there a group where you, where you kind of track the long-term, uh, like, cure? Like, do mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. give it the mm-hmm. supercharged mm-hmm. cells mm-hmm. and then give it chemo afterwards to completely mm-hmm. kill off mm-hmm. the cancer and then That's track right. long-term? Yes. Yes, we have done those. And we've shown that actually chemo is a combination of the chemo and immunotherapy is what will eliminate the tumors Hmm. because immunotherapy will differentiate the tumors and the chemo will in turn kill the differentiated tumors. Interesting. So that's one thing. And the second thing is that once NKs differentiate the tumors, now T-cells can handle those tumors as well. Is there uh-huh. a is there a life cycle <clears throat> like timeline that you have with mice that they live a certain amount of time and you can kind of scale that up to to humans in terms of this treatment like mm-hmm. using these supercharged cells and using a plan that uses K cells mixed mm-hmm. with chemo can you create a different timeline for a human life based on how long the mice last afterwards? Yes. Yeah. Because again, you know, in in a, in a mouse lifetime, you know, uh, you know, we have animals that can survive from anywhere a year to two years. And so we can we can scale it on that level. But remember, you know, we're dealing with humanized mice. And these animals are so precious and so incredibly difficult and expensive to make that we don't have the luxury of, you know, doing this in many different directions. So we have to prioritize in terms of what is more significant for us to look at. Oh, so that's why you use the pancreatic and the more aggressive cancers to test it. That's right. Yeah. Um, I wish, you know, we had an army of uh, researchers, which, you know, I'm I'm trying to train them. Mm -hmm. uh, And so they can get out and do the same things. But uh, at this point, because of the difficulty of, of, of the model system and also the amount of uh, money that it requires to do these yeah. kinds of work, uh, we are limited as to what we can look at. And How much does one of those humanized mice cost? Well, Jackson Laboratories uh, were selling it for $2,500 each. Wow. Uh, and this is not even considering uh, doing the experiments because with the experiments, let's say, you know, if we're going to be doing one uh, litter of experiments um, and uh, um, uh, may cost anywhere from 70000 to $100,000. Wow. Yeah. And how many mice do you need to have control group and to have enough data to actually give you an you, answer? Usually we take anywhere from 10 to 20 animals uh, wow. per experiment. And do mice have a similar blood-brain barrier that humans have? Is that why they yes. work? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great question, Stephen. Mm-hmm. I wonder, have you guys tested glioblastoma on these humanized mice yet? Uh, that's 
coming. Okay. Uh, so I actually brought uh, two experts from Europe uh, to stay in my lab for a year, a year and a half to establish the model system. And we're looking into, we're working actually with uh, Dr. Nathanson at UCLA, who's a GBM specialist. Uh, we're working with him in order to be able to get these uh, tumors into humanized mice and then try to study the same way as we did with the, uh, with the pancreatic and oral. Mm -hmm. um, you know, although <coughs> um, GBMs are different, um, they, the, you know, they have completely different processes. For example, one of the things that we published on uh, glioblastoma is when supercharged NK cells interact with pancreatic tumors, you know, it basically would eliminate and there is no um, excess pro-inflammatory cytokines that gets made. With GBM, we found very different because supercharged NKs can eliminate them, but at, at the process of differentiation of those cells, now differentiated tumors actually trigger pro-inflammatory cytokines. So that's why these, these um, you know, patients have even further difficulty because they start, they have to go on dexamethasone or yeah. they have to go on a lot of steroids to keep that inflammatory process down. But, and that inhibits the immune system. That's right. Which and means so, it's inhibiting the NK cells. Yes. That's so yes. interesting. Yeah, that's yes. where we've been out with my mom. We had to get her on the dexamethasone, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate because we're trying to understand how we could target that how, without targeting the immune cells, the, the NK cells. Um, and, and, and it's, you know, one of the problems with also GBM is that um, once they become differentiated, it's not the end of it. They can actually go back to stem-like. The differentiated tumors then go back to stem-like. So it's almost like they are ping-ponging yeah. between the two states. And, and you try to catch them, to, to push them to differentiation, but, but then they can come back again and, yeah. and see the tumor, you know. Little assholes. Yeah. They won't let us catch them. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, um, I wonder, so you're working on the GBM, but in terms of the other terrible cancers that you've tested, pancreatic mm. being one, mm. um, what have the results been like? In mouse models? In the humanized mouse models. Yeah, quite successful because these, these animals are doing very well. You know, the tumor shrinks uh, in a great level. Um, Has it and, been eradicated at all in any of these mice? Uh, they don't grow. I mean, they're, they're could, they stabilize. They, yeah, they, there are tumors there. Well, because we could we could see it, but we cannot grow them as well. We could see the tumors that are there, but Got they it. are just frozen. <laughs> and is yeah. pancreatic cancer the deadliest? Yes. Yeah. Right. And Only so the them. fact that you have in humanized mice with humanized immune systems figured out the combination with natural killer cell therapy with your probiotic therapy, figured out how to shrink and stabilize pancreatic cancer, mm. what would that do in your opinion in, uh, in humans, human. uh, well, you know, we uh, we believe that this we're going to see the same thing that we're going to shrink the tumor and 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 also we're going to prevent the tumor from metastasizing and because, extending life. Yeah, exactly. And again, remember the the tumors that are metastasizing are the stem like tumors. Those mm -hmm. are the aggressive tumors. So if NK cells are capable of eliminating those, then of course there is not going to be any metastasis. So mm -hmm. basically, even if there are some differentiated tumors there, they're not going to grow. They're just going to stay there and they're going to be frozen. 
basically. Or alternatively, your T cells will target them or chemo will target them. So, So, but would you have to use chemo as well or would natural killer cell therapy and probiotic be the future? Um, I think, you know, we hope that we are going to find, um, I mean, at this point in terms of chemotherapy, um, we believe that because you know, immunotherapy can be backed up by chemo to kill the differentiated cells. Um, I think that's, you know, that's a strategy that one can have right now. Um, Chemo, certain chemos have also been shown to actually strengthen the immune system. So, Which ones? Uh, so, for example, you know, uh, CDDP, um, you know, which is cisplatin. We've seen that cisplatin can actually activate the function of NKs. So it's a, it's a double-edged sword, basically. Yeah. You know, what about Temidar? My mom's been doing Temidar. Yeah, we, you know, we haven't yet studied okay. Temidar. So we don't, we, actually, we are going to be starting with it, too, because we, we, we're going to be studying GBM. So yeah. that, that definitely is going to be one of the, uh, you know, factors that we're going to be testing. Um, but... You know, uh, because of this double-edged sword process, you know, we, we, we are, we're thinking, what if we come up with immunotherapeutics that doesn't kill the, the immune cells, you know, and in the turn... The good cells. Exactly. And in turn, can strengthen those cells. Which is what chemo does. It kills the good and the bad. That's right. At certain stage, though, you know, I mean, you have to look and see what stage of disease it mm-hmm. is and... and but in general, I, the, the fact that there's a lot of toxicity with chemo mm-hmm. is a, at some point we have to change it yeah. because we don't want patients to go through, of course. you know, that, the toxic treatment. But why would someone with pancreatic cancer, hypothetically, mm-hmm. need chemo or mm-hmm. any other treatment if the NK cells and the probiotic is working? Well, um, as I mentioned, NK cells target cancer stem cells. Once... The, the tumors are differentiated and case no longer deal with it. You know, they don't, they don't touch them anymore. So now the T cells have to come in and, okay. and, and we have to have other strategies to bring in. Now that doesn't mean that we cannot manipulate the system in order to make NK cells to kill differentiated cells, but that's going to be another strategy, which mm-hmm. will come up with, like biological treatments that we do, like, for example, anti-PD-1, anti-HER2 new, uh, because these antibodies, uh, when they bind to differentiate the tumors, in case now kill them in that fashion, but they cannot kill them directly. Got it. You know? so, so things are a bit complicated, but I think we have very specific pathways that we are taking. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we believe that at some point we're going to find every single strategy that we can use in order to eliminate tumors without the aid of chemotherapy. I love it. Stephen's got another question. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, uh, do the K-cells require a strong immune system to actually work? Because I'm curious about how this treatment could be applied to like leukemia when they already are like immune, uh, immunodeficient. Like and that's not really a tumor-based cancer. It's more like everywhere. So could that be a viable treatment for things like leukemia as well or no? Yes, every single cancer. The reason actually we, we have cancer is because our NK cells become disabled mm. uh, in the first place. Uh, and, and to give you an example, um, one of the projects that I was very much interested to understand was 
what happens to the NK cells pre-tumor, um, you know, induction? And so in order to address that question, um, I worked with a couple of colleagues at UCLA. They had a mouse model where um, there was KRAS mutation in the pancreas. So this is one of the major mutations uh, that induces pancreatic cancer. So we took those uh, animals and we, um, gave, we, gave, we, we divided them and gave them different kinds of diets, like high-fat versus low-fat diet. And then we came back and said and asked, how about the NK cells? What happens to the NK cells in these animals? All the animals that had KRAS mutation and that were fed with high-fat calorie diet, their NK cells were completely wiped out. You know, that, that basically their NKs were dysfunctional. And those were the animals that first started showing the signs of cancer. Then, of course, the animals that had the KRAS mutation and had also uh, a healthy diet, they came up with the cancer next. And, of course, you know, the healthy animals with no um, mutations they never had any issues with pancreatic cancer. Ooh, Stephen's raising his hand. Go ahead, sure. Stephen. You know what I'm... I feel I'm, like you should be up here next to yeah, me. Yeah, sorry. This is your day. You know what I'm really <laughs> curious about, actually, based on what you just said? Mm. Has there been, and I don't know if we have data going back 30, 40, 50 years on K-cells, has there been a trend towards processed foods and different things like that leading towards human beings not producing as much? Like, has it been an evolutionary thing that we don't produce as much now, as we did 100, 200 years ago, mm-hmm. it, have mm-hmm. we kind of lost our natural mm-hmm. defense versus cancer? Yes. Um, I think that's an excellent question. Uh, and I believe that that's, that's one of the reasons why more and more we're becoming immunosuppressed. Um, we're basically immunosuppressing ourselves with the environment that we are in and with the diets that we have. Um, and 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 that's partly because uh, we're we're consuming a lot of sugar. We're consuming a lot of fats, different kinds of fats, a lot of chemicals that you know are being added to our uh, you know our foods um, in in storing them, in increasing their shelf life, all the additives and fillers and everything else that is being added. So I I firmly believe that those are contributing to. Um, now, the way they are contributing is that because they are targeting our gut microbiome. So they're, they're basically destroying gut microbiome. And as a consequence, now our immune cells cannot be regulated in the proper way. See, and- remember when we said, when we read Jay McClellan's book, How to Starve Cancer, and she talked about how she used to think that bloating and diarrhea was a normal thing. And that's when she started to realize that the microbiome being compromised was the first step in cancer. Mm-hmm. Because the body is so out of whack, um, and no, that's such a great point. No, that's a fact. It's yeah. not a fiction anymore. I mean, we know that gut microbiome it gets this it's screwed. You know, we we have cancer as a consequence. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow! So, yeah. I have a couple other questions as we're getting close to the end. What are your thoughts, because I know that you've been working with Tracy, yes. what are your thoughts on the effects of marijuana yeah. on cancer right? and, and on natu- natural killer cells? Right. I never thought I would become interested in, in the subject um, because there's a lot, 
a lot of important, you know, subjects to study. Uh, that doesn't mean that, you know, this subject is not important. It's just, you know, I, I wanted to pick and choose what I wanted to study until, you know, Tracy came to me and, and asked me whether I could grow uh, Sophie's uh, tumors. And, and Sophie, then more, incidentally, is Tracy's daughter with brain cancer. Yeah. Um, and, and so we started looking into it. You know, we got the tumor. We started, you know, growing. And I could see that these tumors were growing incredibly fast. And, um, and, and so I started thinking, okay, what is going on? You know, uh, why, is it, why is it that I'm seeing such an incredible growth in the plate? But yet we are not seeing the same rate of growth in Sophie. Is it because it's exposed to air? Um, I think it's the regulation that is taking place. I think also the cells, different types of cells that interact with the tumor. We're, st- we're still trying to understand the interactions. But so one of the things that was different in Sophie was because she was on, on cannabinoids. She was on marijuana uh, since eight and a half months old. Um, so that you know, uh, put me to think or made me to think, uh, okay, what is going on? Is, is this something that is contributing to slowing down of the tumors? Um, and so I asked uh, Tracy, I said, you know, I'd like actually to look at the immune system uh, of Sophie and also patients similar to Sophie that are on cannabinoids. And interestingly, uh, what, uh, what we found was that patients that are on cannabinoids their NK cells are not dysfunctional, which is basically, I think that's one of the reasons why these patients are benefiting <laughs> from it. We're still trying to understand the pathway, you know, mechanisms, because in, if you read in the field, everyone uh, suggests that there is immunosuppression uh, with uh, cannabinoids. We, Suppression meaning bad. Exactly. Uh, we are challenging that notion right now. Because our studies are not supporting a suppressive effect of uh, cannabinoids on immune system. Uh, so we, we're, the jury is still out. You know, we haven't exhausted everything. But, but in our preliminary experiments, we don't see immunosuppression. We see actually stabilization of the NK cells. Which is interesting. So, And this leads me to my mom because... I teased earlier that we were going to talk a little bit about my mom. You sure. studied her NK cells back mm. in March of this yeah. year. Yeah. And you said, this is why your mom is doing well. She has an abundance of natural killer cells. The killing mm. cell ability was high, mm. which was very shocking because when you normally look at cancer patients and she mm. has stage four brain cancer, glioblastoma, mm-hmm. her NK cells should be compromised. Yes. Right. Well, you know, that's something that, you know, I'd like to discuss because if you remember, I mentioned also that even though she has good uh, killing activity, the gamma interferon is a bit, uh, you know, um, less than I would expect. In March or the new one? In March. Okay. You know. Uh, and, oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yes. And and um, I, that was the reason I suggested, okay, let's see, you know, whether if she goes on probiotic bacteria, maybe we can, it can boost up, you know, the gamma induction. Uh, and, and so that was concerning to me because I, that's the profile that I also see in recurrences. And, 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 and now I believe that that could have been the reason why your mom recurred. Yes. With glioblastoma. 
And in um, fact, that was March. Mm-hmm. If you look at her MRI in July, mm-hmm. they missed it. Mm-hmm. You could see it starting to form yeah. and they missed it. Right. So we didn't see it until September. Yes. So mm-hmm. it was very close. So your mm-hmm. theory makes a lot of sense. And mm-hmm. before March, she had been on marijuana consistently up mm-hmm. until that October. Mm-hmm. In October, mm-hmm. we stopped the marijuana because she was going overseas to my wedding. Mm-hmm. And after that, we wanted to have a little bit of normalcy because she was literally just yeah. out cold all the time. She's very sensitive. So the marijuana was really just sure. making her sleepy. Yes. So she might have had some of that beauty, beautiful effect of the marijuana on her killer cells. Yes. And then so you retested her, obviously, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago when we knew she had the recurrence. Yeah. So so there there are um, th- this is something that, I, you know, I may need to talk to you. Uh, uh, and, and I don't know whether you want me to discuss. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Uh, okay. We're very open here. Okay. Um, so what we are seeing is that, again, um, incredible activity, but the numbers are low now. Uh, is and, it below 0.7 in the killing ability? Uh, n- no, no, the, the killing is okay. Okay. The, even, even the cytokine secretion is okay. It's the numbers of the cells uh. per se is low. Uh, because from 30 cc's of blood that we got, we recovered basically um, 2 million cells, which is very, very low. Where was um, she at in March in terms of cells? Um, we were recovering almost 100 million. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So she's depleted. She is depleted. Yeah, and, I, and I'm trying to understand why. Um, I know she went for NK therapy, mm-hmm. um, and she got NK therapy. She did. And, she and we al- added the probiotic every day. Right. And also she, um, did she have any chemo? Uh, she just started it this last five days. I mean, like, she's just finished a couple days ago. Okay. But it wasn't, she wasn't on chemo nope. uh, when, I, when I took the blood. No. She did do the Keytruda at that point, the immunotherapy. That could have been the reason, too. Uh, because there's a possibility that there is what there, there, there's something called activation induced cell death. That if we super activate the cells, then they will commit suicide. So, um, I mean, you know, this is just a hypothesis. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you know that's the case or not. We, I have to study her. Uh, hopefully, you know, I'll get a little more blood to understand whether she has stabilized now or. Mm-hmm. But but that that was very concerning to me because we tried every which way, you know, to recover more cells from her, but unfortunately we couldn't. And um and I and I think, you know, it's possible that, you know, even the NK therapy that they um gave had something to do um, you know, with the process. Uh, we just need to be the reason I'm saying is because there was another patient who went to uh to China and received, uh, you know, approximately 40 different cell types. Uh, not supercharged NKs. He did not receive supercharged NKs. And when he came back, when I tested him, he had exactly the same process. He's, wow. you know, he, he had improved, you know, the function has, had gone up, but the numbers came down significantly. Wow. So it could be that this is... You know, this is something to do with the, with the treatment. So maybe um, when they're injecting you with the NK cells, they're just committing suicide. 
It's actually doing the reverse. Yeah. It's hurting. Right. Well, 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 you know, I mean, at this point, we don't know whether it's, yeah. you know, helping or, it could or be hurting. The, you it know. could be the immunotherapy too. Right. So is there a way to take healthy NK cells and inject them into her? Um, you have to manipulate those NKs. If you take, let's say, you know, same, this is where the problem is because FDA doesn't let, uh, you know, investigators to change, to modify cells. And if you take NK cells the way they are without modifications and inject them to the patient, what's going to happen is they're going to become inactivated because, you know, the, the microenvironment in patient is suppressive. So it's going to suppress it because they don't have any defense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, so I think eventually, you know, FDA has to change their, uh, their minds and let people start actually modifying these cells. Like for example, supercharging these cells and injecting, uh, based on the evidence, you know? Um, so, um, I think just injecting NK cells directly, it's not going to do anything. Yeah. So what, what would a potential solution be, in your opinion? Uh, maybe transfusion even. You a know, blood transfusion? Yeah, bring more cells in, you know. Try to boost, you know, the uh, bone marrow. Get some more cells, you know, Lunasta, for example. You know, patients that are chemo, on chemo, they usually receive when, you know, their cells deplete. They usually get a booster shot with, with Lunasta. Uh, because that also gives, um, you know, increases the, um, the, the, it, it stimulates the bone marrow to actually bring in more, uh, more cells. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know, that, that could be, um, that could be a strategy. I'm not sure whether her doctors had tested her and seen, uh, whether she had lower levels of lymphocytes. I, I'm, I'm interested to look at, you know, those results. Um, and, and, and determine, you know, basically, um, you know, whether she has any kind of immunosuppression. Got it. Yeah. Well, we will test that for sure. I wonder this may be a reason to put her back on the marijuana because I had stopped it for a little while. Yeah. Might be a reason to bring it in and see if it can boost it. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because so. I'm, we are seeing depletion. Uh, why it's depleted, we just have to now find out why. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. This is so fascinating. I mean, I know there's there's so much still to be done, but you've made so much incredible progress yeah. as well. And so are you in the clinical trials now for the pancreatic cancer natural killer cell probiotic therapy? So what I mentioned, um, FDA is one of the biggest hurdles right mm-hmm. now for, for supercharged NKs. Uh, that's was part of the reason why I actually took the technology and went to China because I thought it was going to be much simpler to do it there. And we, and it was, you know, and we did inject to a patient and, and, and the patient survived for, you know, the tumor went away and for a whole year, the patient is doing very well without any problems. But because of the relationship now with China, it's almost everything has halted. You know, the communication is 
not there anymore and oh, yeah. um you know and 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 there there are difficulties so where else can we go um germany um it, it's difficult you know my hope is the bahamas <laughs> i feel like they would allow it <laughs> you know uh, there's lots of people who want it but but i kept thinking you know i need to have control over how things are being done mm-hmm. and if something is being done in china and i'm not there i don't have a control over yeah. it so my job now uh with the two companies that i am actually working to establish uh encore and encamunity is the possibility of not only having a gmp uh to produce these cells but also putting it in the patient And my yeah. hope is that I'm going to accomplish this within n- maximum nine months. So that's the direction I'm taking right now. Yeah, uh, well, we're all going to help you on that because we need you to we need you to build this lab so that we can get these these things going because we all need it. Thank you. Yes, I think it's it's ex- extremely important, and and that's why um, I established Cure Cancer Now Foundation because. we have this urgency that's why cure cancer now <laughs> yeah we don't want to cure this in in 20 years or 50 yeah. years we want it now how can people support cure cancer now um they can go on the site and uh, hopefully you know support our effort um, they can also find me at uh, ucla site because we have a giving site at ucla mm-hmm. and they can support in that way as well um And you know I'm I always welcome people to come to the lab and see our operation and talk to us and talk to my people in the lab and and find out what exactly we are doing and and hopefully they will join our um you know our 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 you know team and so we can we can uh defeat this damn disease you know the lab uh, is so cool Stephen you should go check it out you would live for it can i yeah of course Um, it's so fun and, um, it's just great to see people working diligently and, um, constantly on, on finding a cure for everything that we're suffering from. I want to ask you our final question, Dr. G, what we always ask is, um, because the show is better together. How are you getting better in your daily life? Are you meditating? Are you eating cleaner? What are you doing specifically? Um, my diet is very bland, <laughs> um, meaning that I don't, I don't intake any sugar. I don't intake any gluten. Um, I don't intake any saturated fat. Um, I stay away from, um, you know, uh, the only meats that I will eat would be fish and chicken. Um, uh, a lot of vegetables, uh, a lot of greens, um, I stay away from uh sugary fruits as well. Uh very, you know, I I I try to optimize my diet based on greens and and vegetables and less of everything else. Um but unfortunately my lifestyle is very stressful because mm-hmm. um I cannot change that. You know, the stress is is there and I try to Uh, by taking walks by hiking by um you know trying to uh maybe um 
shut down my brain at times. You so actually do that? I try, but... <laughs> I've been on the phone with Dr. Jewett at like 10 p.m. at night. And she, if I let her, she would go till one in the morning explaining everything. Like, you are so fierce and so dedicated. So I'm glad to hear that you do try to yes, shut your brain off yes. at times. And, and, I mean, the last thing I would say... You know, unfortunately, I drive my people incredibly hard in, in the lab because the minute they come and tell me, you know, oh, can can I have, let's say, this weekend off? And I say, well, the patients don't have weekends off and and we need to come up with something, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I know I, I put a lot of pressure on my people and, and the same way I put pressure on myself. But I think we need to have dedicated people that will do this because otherwise this disease is incredibly difficult yeah. and, and we need to learn more. We need to understand more and we need to take action. You know, yeah. inaction is not acceptable uh, with cancer. No. And we're better together. So you need your team. Yes. Dr. Right. Juba, thank you so much. All right, Steph, what have we learned since Steven's not here? He had the runs guys. Uh, so Steven's, um, <laughs> unable to join us for her. Oh my God. <laughs> I, oh. I love spreading rumors. Now, Stephen is uh, is not able to be with us for this moment, but it's not because he has the runs or anything else that could be horrible. He had to run. He had to run. But not the runs. Exactly. So, Steph, what have we learned? First and foremost, I don't know how you get connected with the most badass people ever, <laughs> but Dr. Jewett is so amazing. I think the biggest thing that I learned was that it's confirmed that when you have stomach issues with your biome, it is your al- microbiome, your microbiome it is always like the first indicator of a person who is developing cancer, mm-hmm. who has all across the way patients who have cancer have a microbiome issue. That's crazy. Crazy. And we talked about it, what, maybe a month ago or something. Um, and, uh, you know, it isn't a coincidence when things fall into your lap. At least for me, it isn't because I'm really watching all the connections. So um, I thought that was really fascinating as well. I mean, there's so much, so much to learn from Dr. Jewett. And, <clears throat> and you know, hopefully her research gets funded quickly so that we can get more of this out there. And on our after show we will i'll i'm so excited to ask you about everything you did with her after because i know you Mm -hmm. were able to bring your mom to see her which is amazing yeah so tune into the after show guys which is part of our patreon community so if you haven't joined our patreon community please do we really want everyone who listens to this show to join it so that we can make the show completely ad free and also to build a larger community. We have a lot of big plans and a lot of exciting things we want to do with you guys because you're our tribe, you're our peeps. And, um, and so the more we get connected, the better. So if you'd like to join us, uh, you can go to better together with Maria at gmail.com. Um, and we can send you the link, but also, you can just go to patreon.com backslash join backslash Maria Menounos. And in all of the summaries of everything we do, you will see that link. There you go. <laughs> That's even easier. Uh, in the meantime, thanks for joining us as always. Thank you for supporting the show and for rating and commenting and subscribing. Um, 
the biggest gift you can give, I think at this point is to share it with people, share it with your friends who need to know this information. Everybody needs to know that their gut microbiome is important. Everybody needs to know, um, about a lot of the stuff that we're doing on here. That's why we're doing it. Um, so share it with a friend, social it out so that more people can, uh, become educated on all of this. If you want to visit and support Dr. Jewett's Cure Cancer Now Foundation, you can go to curecancernowfoundation.org. And in the meantime, you can follow us at Maria Menudos, at Steph Sabra, at Stephen Lemieux Photo. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chili, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So... When you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag 